Hello and welcome to this last episode of season one of Man Day Monday. One more time, Man Day Monday. And it goes wild. Man, I'm myself, man. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, it's this last go around this season, man. We're gonna uh, kick it, man, with, with the two guys, man. That's that's held it down for me, man, even though they don't think it, man. But, man, you two guys, man, go on, introduce yourselves, man. Just chop it up, man. Go ahead, fella. Uh, Neville, you go ahead, man. Okay. Well, I'm Neville Palmer, uh, second in command. Uh, just, uh, trying to help with. Man project and just trying to make men better. Um, out of Birmingham, y'all know who I am. Out of Birmingham, and um, just want to make the world a better place. All right, and I'm Marcus Laster, co-founder of the Man Project, uh, also a creator of the uh, Drive and Flow Golf Lifestyle blog, um, and I'm uh, coming to you from the Greater Atlanta area. Uh, just trying to help improve lives one day at a time. That's all we can do, man. True, true, true. Myself, I, I think I said, well, I'm Richard Cate, man. Um, one of the mentors, one of the founders, man. Just, just you know, one thing about, you know, these guys, and I appreciate just this whole journey. Um, not about title or nothing like that, man. It's just about having a passion for it. You know, it's like having a job that you love to do. You know what I'm saying? That you just go to and you do it because you love it. So one thing we always try to do is make, you know, men better. Um, young males from you know, age nine and up, you know, man, we try to do our thing, do our part, man. But, uh, man, talking about purpose, man, um, fellas, I'm, I'm going to let y'all just, just dive into it, man. Whoever want to go first. Man, when you think about, you know, everything that transpired this whole year, you know, I think when it topped off, man, when Kobe, you know, you know, was taken away from us, that kind of was like the beginning, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Um, I, like you said, bro, for, for for me, it was Kobe, and also I ain't gonna lie, Chad with both. But yeah. what mm-hmm. the thing I liked about them both was they pursued their purpose to the fullest. And because they pursued their purpose, they were able to impact lives. And actually, I have a mentor. I'm on a mentor call, and she challenged me with something that really, really, really told me up. And she said, what's your purpose in life? And if your purpose is just for you, there's something wrong with that. Your purpose should be bigger than you. And if if you ever, uh, for, my, for my Christian folks, if you ever uh, get an assignment from God, which is purpose, it's always going to be bigger than you. And it's going to require that you that you have other people involved because brand, man can't live by bread alone. He has he has to be connected. There's no such thing as you doing it on your own in this day and time. And that's the way it's set up because we were made to connect with people. And uh, I can go on and on now. I'm going to stop right here. I'm going to let my, my boy Marcus speak on it. Man, well, yeah, I'm going to say, man, because my, my year started off, uh, it started off kind of interesting, man. It was a, it's been a handful this year, you know, because uh, it, involved the health of my wife kind of going downhill yes sir towards the beginning of the year so that's been a that's been a journey within itself but uh you know like i said kobe was the first thing that threw kind of threw me off and then uh when COVID hit it kind of it shifted my my perspective in a little bit of a different way because i work for um i work in the biomedical 
pharmaceutical industry. So when COVID hit, that turned into opportunity for Big Mama Pharma. So my workload shifted. Uh, It the demand increased because we got into a race for a vaccine. At the same time, my wife's uh, health went downhill. So, you know, coming into 2020 and after, you know, Kobe and uh, Kobe and, and then Chad with Bozeman, um, you know, after their death and everything that happened, you know, while watching, just kind of sitting back, watching the world come unravel, racial tension, you have, uh, oh, you, the, um, push back on COVID and the standards that are going forth and everybody's like, you know, it's like everybody took the mask off this year. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I just kind of got in a place of, you know, not just trying to intentionally be strong or anything, man, but, you know, like, you know, I put trust in God completely and I lean on him for everything and he handles everything, but it's interesting that he kind of pushed my focus back to people, man. You know, that was one of the uh, when I created the Drive and Flow Golf Blog, I actually created this way before COVID. Um, I created it uh, actually crazy at my church. Uh, we have a thing called, uh, or well, it was a campus called the Prayer Room. And I used to go there sometimes just to kind of unwind and write and things like that. And that's when I got the uh, inspiration to create the Drive and Flow Golf Lifestyle Blog. So I know it's, you know, divine timing that that happened then and what it was all meant to be. So, uh, you know, my, my focus actually shifted to, you know, really want to help people, man, and uh, be kind of the uh, calm in the storm, be, yeah. be, be level head in the room, man. And, uh, you know, everybody's always asking me, how, how do I maintain? And, you know, I tell them, like, just real talk, it's all because of God that I maintain, but because my focus has always been in these areas, and I think this is where my purpose is in that area um you know just being you know i've always been the level-headed cat out of my crews everywhere i go not intentional it's just kind of where i drifted to so i just begin to see that maybe that's my maybe that's my divine purpose in life and like neville said if it's not bigger than you something wrong with that and i firmly believe that because i've always had this thing to like if i'm going to reach out to people well, God's gonna put me in that position, man. I'm like, I don't know what that's gonna look like, but he reminded me that it's not gonna be nothing that you're unfamiliar with. It's gonna be something that's already in you. You just gotta hone in on it, you know? Right. So that that's kind of where I've been walking all 2020, man. You know, why chaos and things are coming apart at the seams, man. I'm like, no, I'm right here. Yeah. I'm right here putting it together. You know, it's like, you know, we, we can't let the, can't let the uh, ship get off course. You know, somebody has to steer the rudder. Somebody's got to stay grounded, stay focused. And that appears, you know, that's kind of falling on me. Not just me, but, you know, walk with some like-minded people like that. But, you know, that's just, to me, it's purpose-driven, if that makes sense. Yes, sir. Yeah, most definitely, bro. Most definitely. And I think a lot of times we look at, you know, um, Little thing about success, you know what I'm saying? It's not, of course, not a monetary thing or a position, but like you said, just it's when you're at peace, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, I think Absolutely. the secret to it, you know what I'm saying, is it's, it's, it's levels of focus. Three things that you that, that you said, man, that stood out. Um, that that well, not well, three points that you said made you stand out it was your focus, your discipline, your work ethic, you know what I'm saying? Because you didn't lose focus 
you know, when the pandemic hit, it made you, and you know, in your field of study, your work ethic even grew more. So right. a lot of people wasn't able to, to handle those kind of things. And they was like, oh man, you know, like you said, which one I'm going to go. But if you're not grounded to begin with, you're going to shift all kind of ways. Absolutely. That's yeah. even not down, um, you know, and what you do. A lot of times that I think that that grind that we're looking for or that hustle or that magic we're looking for, you know, is in the work that we're avoiding. You're avoiding that act exactly. push. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and then we get caught in, in, in carrying ourselves to, um, your idealistic version of yourself or what you think you should be or what you think you need to be to yes. other people Absolutely. do. Yes, yes, yes. Same. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know what's interesting, man, is that, you know, with that, that's interesting you say that we get caught up in what we think we should be and that image, man, you know, and I think, you know, and don't, you know, don't get me wrong, the media and social media, it has its places. It has its advantages if you use it right. But I think a lot of us misuse it and misuse the uh, media and miss, you know, we take in information process it wrong and you know because you know i mean i'm guilty of it i can sit back and find myself scroll you know i can go check some on instagram or facebook just to check one or two things somebody may have tagged me or something and we'll go see what it's about and i find myself 30 minutes later still scrolling yeah something has got my attention man and i'm looking at like oh man you know looking at things people are doing it's pretty cool because like like take for instance about uh, two weeks ago, I posted it, and this is something I really want to do in the future. But uh, with my go- with the golf thing, it's like in uh, Dubai, they uh, have a golf course over there that's lit enough where you can play night golf. Mm-hmm. This is a it's a full course. It's not like you know a, a putting you know a mini um, mini golf area and things. It's real golf, um, and they play at night over there, and it's under the skyline of Dubai. So, you know, eventually, you know, I would love to, you know, go over there and actually experience that. But I caught myself scrolling, looking at stuff like that on Instagram. And, you know, next thing I know, hey, I lost about an hour. It's kind of fantasizing on what it could be like. And then I had to pull myself back into reality. Marcus, we are here in the right now. This is what's going on. You got distracted. Get back on course, you know. So, you know, just even thinking about things we think the way they should be. Can you know just that one thought, man? That one seed to take you off course faster than anything, right? Yeah. And you, you and next thing you be looking back, like the ship that got away from the shore and don't know how it did. You had that mindset, and it's that can it can be a dangerous place. Yeah. Well, I will say this, man. It's you know we're supposed to visualize where we want to be. But we, uh, you know, I, I, I remember I worked at a job where they said, yeah, you can visualize where you want to be, but make sure you be here now. Yes, sir. Yeah. And that's it. And once you once you once you master that, because I mean, I mean, if you want to speak from the spiritual, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. It's worked for me several times where I had to see it first then I had to speak it then I had to put it to action. Right. And. It, 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 you have to really I will give you that man and uh, social media I, I mean man just to, just just for me the understanding I had of social media uh, TV periods any type of media God created it but the devil perverts it yeah. yes so yeah. 
so what happened for me was well, I mean, I think I think I think that happens for everybody. People just show you the versions of that they want you to see. Is that that's and, what it is? And you take that and run with it, like, oh man, like this lady had to break something down to me. She said, I mean, it's funny enough. She said it this morning. She said everybody driving a Mercedes ain't rich, and everybody that live in the big house ain't rich. They could be rich broke. They could they could barely be. They could be one check away from being homeless. But you'll never know that if you watch their Facebook. Absolutely. So you have to develop your own. You have to, uh, uh, like my friend would say, my best friend, my good friend used to say, make your purpose your priority. Mm-hmm. And when you're walking in your purpose, you're never going to work. And you always have to. Matter of fact, when I used to speak on it, y'all remember that? Y'all ever seen that movie, Unbreakable? Oh, uh, yeah. In Unbreakable, Bruce Willis was upset. And he felt like, he, he, he I mean, you, you can see it in the movie. He was just upset and and, and gloomy. Matter of fact, he pushed his wife away because he, he was gloomy. And he was gloomy because he was not walking in his purpose. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to be happy, walk in your purpose. There's you, you, Your purpose has to be your priority. Or even like you said earlier, uh, Brocade, when you, um, you may be rich, but you can still be unhappy. And your happiness will find you find happiness in your purpose. That's what happened to him in the movie. Yeah, y'all, I, I, I can go on by this man. <laughs> you good, you good, you good. And I think too we get sidetracked by like you say, you know. I, I think I forgot one of you guys said when you were saying find uh, where you want to go, but look where you are now. And mm-hmm. a lot of times we don't understand how we can like we get caught up. In, in different circumstances or whatever's going on, but we gotta understand that you can start and create a new version of yourself. You don't absolutely, have to, you know what I'm saying? Amen. You're becoming a rut, and um, I mean, I, I, I've said it. You know, I think both of you guys, you know, a few few uh, episodes back, you know, when I was saying to myself that I was in the rut a few years ago. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of people know it off of Facebook, but I had a rut where, man, every time I woke up on my way to work, I get a beer. On my lunch break, I got a beer. On my way home, I got a beer because I was mentally stuck in a place, you know, in my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. What 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 brought you out of that? Uh I think what got me out of it was I think for one, my health, I could see the difference. You know, my, my health was declining. Uh not just um the mental part but the physical part you know what i'm yeah. saying i was tired a lot more um i would go to sleep during the day you know what i'm saying um people would say like i think uh i know we had a, a person that did alcohol special a few few months back um like when you when you when you consume so much alcohol you're, you're like the yeah uh the bags under your eyes they yeah red mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the tech, you know, you know the, the words for it, but just your my appearance was going down, and mm-hmm. so, you know, um, people who knew me and that saw me, you know, on a daily basis, I'm like, man, like you straight, you okay, you okay, um, to that, and then of course my kids, you know, what I'm saying, um, you know, I think one time I drove and I fell asleep like at the light with my foot on the brake, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and uh, nothing happened. I got up because cars went around me, nobody stopped or nothing, you know, um. 
now it's because you know what i had a couple of beers you know what i'm saying and so then i start seeing that like i said a behavior change and then um patience was getting shorter with the kids with the wife you know what i'm saying it was just a lot of combination of things um which is like hey it's all right to do it socially but <laughs> you, you got to you know just just chill out a little bit and uh right. that's what kind of brought me back in ah that's a good shot man Happy for you, proud of you too. Appreciate you, appreciate, it, appreciate. It. Okay. A lot of people can't yep. get out of it. That's yeah. absolutely, man. You're helping somebody by saying that, man. You yeah. really are. Yeah, get stuck in that lifestyle, man, and it begins to take over, man. And you know, people, you know, then they begin to get names like you know, so and so the wino or yeah, so and so the crackhead. You know, because of one situation drove them to you know, and it begin their habit begin to take over. Right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I think I think it goes back to what you said, man. Just because you stuck somewhere doesn't mean you have to remain there. Yeah. You can always get up and change. Yeah. And it don't matter what age you at. Cause uh I was tripping uh the lady, um uh uh it's two people that always come to mind when I think of people at a, a late age doing what they supposed what they felt they supposed to should have been doing. That lady from the Black Panther and Colonel Sanders. Hmm. Both of them when they later years. Uh, I don't know if you remember the lady who was on the council on Black Panther. Uh, I can't remember her name, but she came on Steve Harvey show, and she said that it took her grandson challenging her to send the video, and she did. But what spoke to me on that, even with Colonel Sanders, I think he was challenged as well to do uh, his his restaurant business. But uh, you know how many times he failed. Yeah, that's the crazy part. That's the crazy thing, yes. Crazy part. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Because, I mean, man, it's a, I mean, we sing the song all the time, but, man, sometimes we don't get it, man. We fall down, but we got to get up. Yeah. Got to get back up, yes. You got to get back up. I got a question. I got a question for you guys. We're talking about purpose and everything. Yes, sir. I got a question. Uh, if today was your last day of your life, what would you want to do? What uh yeah? What do you? What would you want your last day to be like? Or what statement? Or what type of uh, I want to say legacy? But what what mark would you want to leave? Well, it's funny you say that, bro. Because ever since um, Chadwick, especially now, Kobe, I, 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 Kobe, Kobe was an example for me. But Chadwick said something that I will always, never, ever forget. I want to be able to say, Lord, whatever you put in me, I gave every ounce of it before I died. That's it, man. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you these two along those same lines. Uh I think about something Dr. King said. He said if a man hasn't found something to live for, if he hasn't found something to die for, right. he isn't fit to live. Right. I firmly believe in that, man. And um you know, right now it's like, you know, at this stage, like, you know, I turned 40 this year. And it's like, like I said, everything was just a shift this year. Hey, and, and for the club, man, I ain't knocking my dope. Yes, sir. Welcome to the club, brother. Welcome to the club. It changes things. Thank you, man. It, I'm telling you, man, it changes that, that perspective. I mean, I can't explain it. You know, 2020, all of this happened at one time, but it shifts your focus, man. And yeah. like, you know, been putting a lot more into my kids. So I was mentoring one of my neighbors' sons and things like that, man. So you know, like I say, I, I don't want to. I want to go to when I go to the grave, man. I want to go 
with nothing. I want to have left it all here. Right. Uh, or I want to go empty, you know, because, you know, thinking, you know, when I transition and go to that heavenly place, I want to rest, man. So I want to spend, you know, that that last day, like I spend my days now giving my all. So, um, and, you know, to kind of piggyback off that too, man, it's like, you know, I was thinking about 2020 and everything. I have seen more people doing their own thing, kind of coming out of their shell mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. Too. I love that. I love it too, man. And I've I've always done content creation um, as a kind of a side hobby, you know, with blogging and everything. I've been doing that since 2009. So, you know, just to see people coming to the game and like um, beginning to explore the creative side and people are beginning to build businesses, man. You know, the next phase of that, I would like to see, you know, purposely is people learn how to build ecosystems, man. Not just build a business to make money, but begin to build ecosystem synergy, man. So, you know, you create a business, hey, if somebody in your circle's got a need, they come to you for that particular business. You start in a restaurant, we come support you, you come cater our events, or so-and-so is finishing medical school, they're about to start their own practice, that's my doctor. That, those kind of things, man, you know, I think that's the next phase of, you know, it, that's what I'm really want to push, like, going into 2021. It's like, you know, you got your business, you got these things going, create ecosystems and begin to circulate your dollars. Right. Your ecosystems, man, that's how that's how, that's how people get rich. You know, that's how the rich stay rich. That's how they, they build trust for us to keep money in yeah. certain circles and they keep, they keep that same dollar circulating, man. So it's like, you know, definitely the next phase I would like to see people doing. I, I love creativity. But you know, don't don't get stuck in that. You know, that's just that's just the beginning, man. I think we on the crux we on the crux of something big. Yes. Yes. When people be learning that, man. And um, I don't know if y'all guys have seen uh, Killer Mike got a uh, started a Greenwood. bank Greenwood, yes sir. Yeah. And I actually got in line for it, and I'm like two hundred and number two hundred twelve thousand <laughs> something. That's all <laughs> so, right. Yeah, exactly. So that, those kind of things. That's, I don't know if you hear Killer Mike talk, but he's he he's always talking about that ecosystem. He's always talking about when he grew up back in the day, uh, gardening. His, his uh, grandparents used to hunt, do things like that to grow their own food, and everybody on the block ate. You know that kind of thing. You know, it's like you know I would love, I would love to see that. And I think that's one of the things. Like, uh, and I love I'm a student of Dr. King too, man. That's one of the things he was pushing back in the day too. So I want us to kind of see those things come full circle, man, and you know, we not lose what's going on. Cause I think, you know, we talk about purpose. I see a lot of people are beginning to, they really beginning to walk in that. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, those, those are, you know, the Bible does say, those of you are wise, let them speak. So begin to, you know, kind of bring these systems together, man. So it's like, and I just see plenty of opportunity. And that's one of the things I do want to leave behind. And it's like, you know, taught people how to function in a developed ecosystem and not just, you know, don't don't lose it, you know. <laughs> don't create it and give it away for, you know, a dollar because, you know, you learn how to brand yourself, create your brand. And, um, and that's one of the things that kind of pushed me to be a content creator because I didn't see a lot of stuff that represented me, so I had to go create those things. There you so. go. I like. Key, I love it, man. That's and that's, man. That's 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 one thing. You know, 
got because I remember I saw a post. I think I we, I talked to both of y'all about last few years, man. Even when we started Man Day Monday on the live, like you know, I didn't see that content. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't see yeah. you know wholesome, good conversation. Absolutely. For me, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I, you know, I, 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 I said all the time. I said, man, there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts, and mental programs, and I, I took my hat off to them. Salute to you. But like you just said, you have to get that content, man. You have to give them that that nature, you know, that uh, that is not out there, you know. And so that's one of the exactly. reasons. Uh, I know we spoke about it, but that's one of the reasons, guys, out there that this is, you know, one of the uh, last. That this is the last uh, episode for season one, so that we can revamp um, the things we're going, you know, drive with flow. We're gonna, you know, right. get together with men. You know what I'm saying? Going out there golfing and, and just chilling, having a good time. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, what up? Also, man, just to piggyback off of Mark, there's two things that come to mind when I think about what he said. And as a as a Mason, uh, downtown uh, Fourth Avenue, there's the Masonic Temple. The Masonic Temple was built many years ago in the racist Birmingham. Right. But it's because black and black men and women got together, put their dollars together. They were able to build not only that, but their whole district. And that's why it broke my heart to see what happened during that Black Lives Matter protest. Yeah. Because they didn't understand the heritage that, that was going on in that on that, that block. But what I was getting at was um, we have to, like you said, that synergy has to be there. That synergy has been there. It's mm-hmm. been lost, but it's back there. It's up to us to bring it back. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, loved, I love you brought that up. And then on top of that, for another thing, is uh, even with the song, you know, I I'm, I hate to say it, I mean, I, I done got away from it, but I, I, I listened to uh, Jay-Z 444 mm-hmm. the first time, and he said some stuff on there that really made me think. Like, here I am, I mean, as a rich man, this is one of the richest men in the, in the world. And he made the comment, you know, here I am drinking this, but my, my friend, my brother have his own drink. Mm. Why am I why am I drinking this one when I have a, a friend who has his own brain? Mm-hmm. That's and it. Let me tell you another thing my mentor said to me that really got to me. She said it's not a win if it's just you. It's a win when everybody wins. When everybody so, wins. Right. So so for me, man, it's it, it's at home. Matter of fact, I was talking to another friend today, and when I hear when I when the, what what started the black protest, Black Matters protest was you know, the murder of uh, Ahmaud Arbery among, uh, and uh, George Floyd, George Floyd. Mm-hmm. And those murders, some, I heard some people make the comment, black people make the comment. Well, that ain't me, so that ain't affecting me. And I said, hold up. I had to correct them then. I said, well, when it hurts one, it hurts us all. And I think that's the gist of a lot, man, because... If those two things, I'm aiming to interrupt you, but they hit me. Go ahead. The two things that I've noticed this year, if it didn't affect you, then you don't care. And and Marcus, we talked about that when me and you, Dr. Holmes, was on the on on right. podcast. Was the two things that if it don't affect you, this whole 2020 from March to now, those two things was racism and coronavirus. Mm-hmm. If they have not personally affect you, then they don't care. And that's what you said. But it won't hurt, we all hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. I went to the store today and I had to go to Home Depot for work. And I was getting something, my tool or not. And I ordered the guy, late, 
late, maybe late 60s. And it took my heart. I was getting, I heard him say it, but I just kept on walking, but I just shook my head. And so the two guys on Depot, of course, had their masks, half on the front of the park. Then he said, hey, then he was like, hey guys, I apologize, man. Just I just can't do the match no more. I just can't do it. I'm not doing it no more. You know? And I just was like, man, <laughs> you know, I say, it's not about you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's, right. it's it's the next person. Right. Absolutely. And I tell you this, man, the whole thing, I think about that too with the mask, man. It's like I tell people like this, even if even if you don't believe it don't work. Just it ain't it don't hurt you to wear it. Just you know, take one for the team if you got to. You call it what you want to, man. It's not hurting you to do anything. Your your right to stand up for what you believe in ain't that deep. It's just a face mask, you know. Cause you know, some you know, you may you it may not mean a thing to you, but the old person behind you, maybe they may be in fear for their life right. yeah. just coming out of the house to get bread from the grocery store. You may be you may be just saving their life by wearing a mask, man. It could be that simple, man. That's what, that's another thing, I man. We're not thinking about each other and all. Speaking of Black Lives Matter, man, because when they first came up, I, I bumped heads with Black Lives Matter like real hard because it was a complete misunderstanding. They, what they were advertising and what I was saying was completely missing each other parts. Because, you know, my concern was like, you know, what's going on in our community. And, you know, when they say black on black crime don't exist and all that, that upsets me because it it does exist because it, like you say, when one, uh, when one hurts, all hurt. Because I had a, I had a younger cousin that I was kind of mentoring uh, about two years ago. Uh, he graduated high school. He, he beat the odds. He got out of high school and said he wanted to go to Miles. So I'm like, well, I'm an alumni of Miles. I went there, so, you know, let me go talk to some people. And, you know, I went to uh, talk to my old advisor back there. Um, and then uh, I actually got his I got his summer fees waived. And um, all he had to do was just show up on campus. Uh, the guy was like, just, yeah, I told him what was going on. He's like, just get him over here. Don't don't worry about that. We'll waive these summer fees. We'll get him into the uh, HBCU uh Oh my God, I forgot what it's called. Operation Jumpstart um, program where you can, you know, get your 0900 classes out of the way so you can go into the fall semester full credit, full accredited freshman. And he was ready and everything. It broke my heart that my auntie, you know, she, God rest her soul now, she kind of didn't, you know, she kind of backed off of everything because I told her, she, she ain't got anything to worry about. Me and my wife was going to foot the, uh, Fast for stuff for and we're gonna push on that through. We had footed the um oh my god, the fee you have to pay to hold your spot. We paid that and everything. Wow. And then he didn't go and it upset me so bad. But I was like, you know, I'm I'm gonna let it go. And then come like not even a year later, he get he gets murdered in Birmingham. Oh god. Be, yeah, being somewhere he didn't have no business. I mean that uh, that cut deep, man. So when wow. they say black on black crime doesn't happen. No, it happens at the same rate that you have unjustified murders of us by the police. This this affects all these things affect our communities. All you know, I was saying. So don't negate one for the other, and vice versa. I'm not negating, not negating your concern. I'm just saying this concern happens too. I firmly believe in fighting from that standpoint. It's just like doing the civil rights movement. Uh, you had Dr. King. 
Andrew Young in the streets, but you also had people like Dr. A.G. Gaston who weren't in the street and got criticized, but he owned the only hotel that would house A.G. Gaston and the likes of these people when they came to Birmingham. He would, he, he had a radio station that broadcast everything. He had a bank that housed the bank accounts for groups like that. So don't knock, you know, yeah. try, don't knock people because they're not doing exactly what you're right. doing. It's, it's a place for everybody in every fight. And that's the thing, you know, so talking about Black Lives Matter about and then trying to get them not to destroy the area where they live. To me, it was like you punishing your kid and they go to their room, destroy their own room. Yeah. You know, it's like that's where you sleep. So you tear it up, that's on you. But you come and destroy your own community and people see you destroying the area you live in, they gonna just say, hey, well, they just destroying their own stuff. So now so-and-so pharmacy done got burned down. Now your grandma can't get her medicine. What are you gonna do then? Things like we're not thinking, things like that. It's ways to protest and get your point across, but don't destroy, you don't have to destroy where you come from. Don't destroy your ecosystem. Right. You know, like say for a new district, that that's what it was. I don't know if you've seen it's a list of the yeah. um Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's what the temple is. Yeah, exactly. It's a list of um areas in the United States that were black meccas, uh Tulsa. Uh, Oklahoma. Everybody, everybody knows about the Greenwood District. Yeah, yeah. Rosewood, Rosewood in Florida, uh, Harlem, uh, Fourth Avenue District is on that list in Birmingham. These areas were ecosystems where African Americans had to function. You know, so you know you don't destroy those areas because this is that's the model we need to be learning now to begin to rebuild you know i see some i you know what's interesting man uh people give millennials a bad name but some of the people on the back end of the millennial generation and the generation behind them i think they get it it don't look like what we used to see because yeah. they're more technically you know technically sound and they got some different interests but i think they're getting it man so you know yeah. i've been paying a lot more attention to them in particular with my kids because they're kind of close to that generation and the way they function, man. Uh-huh. They pick up, they're picking up on a lot of, um, they're picking up a lot of those things. So, you know, just try to catch them to, you know, it's like laying that plane to make it make sense and create a new normal, man. I think that's where we are now. Absolutely. And, you know, another thing I, I really believe we need to push, uh, going off of what you were talking about, is love ourselves how can others love us when we don't love ourselves it's kind of like i what i uh, when i was uh used to, i still mentor some of the kids that uh i go to the school i used to go to the schools with and i tell them all the time i say hey man the way you dress and the way you treat yourself is telling people how you want them to treat you so us as black people we got to do better when it comes to respecting each other and don't be so quick to, to swing a fish, there ain't nothing wrong with talking it out. Absolutely. Or shooting at each other. That's what we used to do. I mean, live to fight another day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying. We, we really do have, I mean, we have to address it on both ends. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so hard to get that through to people. And then, but you see, let me tell you, I hate to say it, man, but uh, you know, 
when you when when I'm when I'm debating with some of my uh, I, I have befriended some Trump supporters, and you know that's the first thing they bring up. How you gonna have this this movement against the police when y'all don't have a movement in your own community against the people killing you killing each other? And I have no answer on this. And I, that's part of the reason I joined the Man Project was to, to, to teach young boys and men mm-hmm. that you were king. You come from royalty, so act like yeah. I've, your purpose, your purpose ain't to be no thug. Right. And I, I think that's most that's one of the hardest things to convey over. Like I've been, I've come down there, but I've you know been back and forth with a lot of different people in groups, and they say, well, like you should say, how can you dress black and black? I said, well, let me tell you what I do. I said. That this is what I this is what me and, and a couple other guys have started. We started where we teach our young black men to mm-hmm. carry yourself a certain way. I said there are yeah. people out here doing it. So don't say that we're not doing it. I say you just you don't want sometimes they don't want to acknowledge that we're doing it or they don't want to listen to that we're doing it because then they'll blow off and say, Okay, well you need to go tell little Pookie not to shoot nobody. You know what I mean? Instead of, right, you know, right, you know, right, right, right. So you know, it's it's hard like it's hard to it's hard to to um to fight those type of battles, you know, when you have to address both of them. I've said that a lot of people before. I said we have to draw both, address both of them. I said, and I said, and I think the the point that caught so much um unrest, the un on un, un, um on injustice, this rest that that uprising, because you know it was it was like it was filmed and seen, and I think that. You know, when those who are supposed to protect and they are paid to protect you abuse their power, mm-hmm. I think that's where it hurts so bad. And I'm telling people, I said, I never heard the hate the police. I said, no. I said, but if you know the police are supposed to be there to protect you, it hurts more. Just like, okay, if, um, you know, God forbid, if, if, uh, you know, your cousin would ever get in a car accident, okay, you're going to be upset. But let an immediate family member get in a car accident. It, it hurts different, you know what I mean? Because it's close to you. So, yeah. You know, when you see somebody doing something they're supposed to, yeah, that's going to hurt. But when you know in your heart that when you took that oath as in law enforcement officer, that you're supposed to protect this and you don't, that hurts a lot more. Absolutely. You know I mean? So, like I said, and I, it, it's room for both. I tell you all the time, I say it's room for both, man. So. Yeah. Well, let me also let me also put a note to this too. And it, you know, I always say there's always a purpose behind the pain. And um, I hate COVID hit, but it's crazy how COVID subjected us to be in our houses in front of our TVs as this thing happened to George Floyd. God rest his soul. And the whole world was un, uh was uh unrest yeah. uh, the whole world was affected. i mean you had, you had to look at yeah people in france protesting for it. in france and japan yeah. yeah i was like man i did not realize i mean let's be real i'll be honest with you i just traveled to a few countries and you know to see blacks in that country was just an amazement to me but it's blacks are everywhere there's not one place you can go in this world maybe a few but blacks are just about everywhere in this world. So at least once you've seen a black person, and you see now you now you can't ignore it because you were forced to watch it. Mm-hmm. George Floyd's murder, unfortunately, was was all over TV, all over the world. 
and the lady even i think uh it was uh i was watching cnn and the lady on there forget her name she gets on there with uh van jones and uh that republican and uh 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 anderson cooper and they they get on there and, and she made the comment she said black lives matter went from a movement i mean from a moment to a movement to a machine mm. and you see the effects of it even during the uh, the election Mm-hmm. Now, what it's up to us right now to hold on. It's kind of like holding the, uh, the iron, uh, high, high, the iron wire, keep catching the iron wire hot. We got to keep pushing and keep fighting. And now, since we got everybody's attention, now is the time to sh- just to really push and say, "Hey, now I'm, hey, I'm gonna tell you what it be." That, that, you know, I'm just you know we are just little worker bees, but I'm gonna tell you what would be the most awesomest thing because you know you have a lot of people who are you know anti. You know, uh, Black Lives Matter because they say, "Oh, they're hitting agendas to blah 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 blah." Now, what they should do is not say they not. I'm not gonna say that because I'm not gonna say they not. But you know, uh-huh. do uh, uh, you know just a citywide, just you know, food for Thanksgiving or something. You know what I mean? Because for so many months they've gotten a bear up on certain things that they were doing. Oh, they get this unrest. You know, but like, hey, let's get back to the community. That's saying they don't because I'm sure it happens. You know, but I think if every um, I guess you would have got a chapter of branch each state said hey let's do this on Thanksgiving day or do this before Thanksgiving day I think something that unified because you know if we do everything unified at one time man you know how awesome that could just look and be and that's that's one thing I think why why I, I thought about purpose because if we if we let people know you know what the purpose is just like I know you were saying uh, Marcus that you know a lot of the things you know with the Black Lives Matter a lot of people don't agree with it you know what i'm saying a lot of black people don't agree with some of the things but if you go to the website you know and i and i tell you all the time i said it's not the actual organization that we're saying that we're behind we're behind the yeah you know what i mean right so, yeah so, my life matters <laughs> <laughs> exactly. the idea black the idea that black lives matter to me it's not, it's not in it yeah it's not just when the police are killing us right. it's in all facets of there life you you know? thank you all facets nothing is exclusive i say black lives matter my black life matters when i get in my truck mm-hmm. and i drive and i'm just driving to work just to get there safe and get back my life matter so i'm gonna pay attention to what i'm doing on the road things like that. so yeah in every sense of the phrase and i think you know and that in the very beginning the phrase was taken out of context with people who were out to antagonize black lives matter what, and what, hold on yeah. let, me, let me let me let me clarify what i what i've gotten the feedback i've got so um the, the only way i can explain it is hate created fear so mm-hmm. you had the um, the the KKK, the Ku Klux Klan, and their thing was white power. White power meant white superiority. Right. So the equivalent to them is us saying Black Lives Matter. But what they don't understand, which is what I've been trying to break, is it's not a terrorist organization. Where Black Lives Matter is not a you ain't. Ne- I mean, before these protests. You ain't never heard of Black Lives Matter people going to pro, uh, uh, bomb a building or, or See, lynch somebody. You know, I'm gonna tell you that you know, and what what they're missing is there is a black extremist group that right. does that, but they're not Black Lives Matter. Right. They are not affiliated with that. They are they are keeping up a lot of noise in this time because you know everything is hit the fan. And they, I don't know if you've seen this group. 
Uh, as a matter of fact, they gather not too far from where I live over here. This group called uh, the NFAC did mm-hmm. not not effing around crew. They look like Black Panthers. They marching all black. They are militant. They carry ARs and AKs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you said it. They was on. It was in Stone Mountain a couple of months back during the summertime, around the fourth oh, of July. Oh, I did see them. Okay, yes. okay, okay. Yes, they, and they went. And if you know anything about Stone Mountain, they have a monument to the Confederacy. Yes, sir. It's Stone Mountain. So yes, sir. They went, they went there, and it was a big altercation. That they they did not use you know their guns, but they showed up, let them know that they made business. I don't know if that was a stunt pulled off by somebody, but they have that mindset that they're an extreme uh, offset of believing that black power is, you know, black power is what white power pretty, sits out there. Pretty much. So they're all, the KKK. Exactly. There are groups out there like that, so don't, you know, don't, don't, you know, people get it twisted because they're going to Black Lives Matter, and I think one of the raps that Black Lives Matter gets is, number one, like I said, that when they say Black Lives Matter, people run to the extreme and say, "Oh, yeah, I mean only Black Lives right. Matter." And yeah. The, yeah. the other, the other extreme is their affiliation with certain people. Like, uh, oh my God, oh, I can't think of the guy's name now, but he was behind the Occupy Wall Street movement oh, and George okay. Soros. And if you know anything about George Soros, he kind of his background is kind of an extreme socialist point of view, almost Marxist. And he kind of comes from that train of thought. And uh, Black Lives Matter leaders say they are trained Marxists, but I don't think they understand the sense of what uh, political Marxism is. So I think it's two, two, two different thoughts. Well, it's, it's the same focus, but two different thoughts from two different perspectives on what Marxism is. And I think that's the danger in a lot of people who understand what Marxism is, how it contradicts the society we live in, and that they believe in that, and they are pushing them to be this extremist group, and it's just all blown out of proportion because they're misunderstood. They're pushing, Black Lives Matter's pushing their agenda. They're getting offended by what's being said, and they are reacting instead of Proactive, excuse me. Instead of being proactive, and that I think that's the danger in a whole lot of stuff that's going on. It's like mass miscommunication, misunderstanding. Well, well, go Nobody back. wants to come to the table and talk. Hey, Marcus, let me ask you: What does what, what is a Marxist exactly? A Marxist. Okay, let's just think about this. Uh, Marxism. Uh, the closest thing I can put Marxism in the context is if you remember the Soviet Union before it broke up, mm-hmm. how they functioned, how Toilet paper was a a uh, luxury. Yeah, blue jeans. Blue jeans in particular was a luxury if you can get them in the Soviet Union. And think about uh, Germany before the wall came down. Mm-hmm. Think about those societies and how they were completely government dependent, and they could they were locked out of outside like kind of like what you not exactly what North Korea is now, but how they're like isolated from the rest of the world. I got you. Marxism is this idea of like one world, one government rule, one world totalitarianism. It's 
almost what it is. Okay. I can get it. I don't want to go too deep into it. Uh, I can I, I can talk all day about the subject, but uh, yeah, that's kind of yeah, that's kind of the ultimate idea behind Marxism. But uh, you know, some people see it as government giving you independence inside the government, mm-hmm. and they see that as a covering. So that's you said a danger in those two um, thoughts. Thinking one see it as a uh, totalitarianism, or another group sees it as a um, an oasis. It's an escape, and the government's going to protect me. Gotcha. Thank you. Man, that's what's up, man. Y'all, y'all be fooling me, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's Marcus, hey. man. No, man. Marcus Smart, No, that, that, I, I read too much. <laughs> hey, hey no, there's, no, there's, there's no such thing. I, Don't you ever say that. <laughs> Don't you ever say that, bro. You read enough. <laughs> right, right. We need to be That's challenging us, man. That's I love it, man. I love but it. But that's the way. That's why. That's why. I, I, that's why we need to have those conversations, man. And that's why, like you know, like you say, you you be finding some uh, some Trump supporters. I've been friends with Trump supporters for a long time, and I've actually gone to gatherings on both sides of the aisle because I need to know. You know, I need to have a dialogue with everybody. What are you yeah, thinking? Right. What is the misunderstanding here? What is the misunderstanding here? Okay, I get what you're saying, but this group is. You know, if I got not to be a mediator, but you know, it's got to be some understanding, man. Right. Right. This is the United States of America. Thank you. you know, yes. United in, yes. in the uh, text, you know, it's always going to be some people that, you know, see differences. But at the same time, you focus on differences all the time. You know, what we have in common, you know, I may not be pursuing the exact same thing you're pursuing, but, uh, the you know, the pursuit of happiness is one of it's a common things we've Absolutely. So, you know, I don't want to step on your toes while you're doing your thing. I'm quite sure a lot of times my thing won't inter- even interfere with what you're after. So go ahead, get in your lane, do you. You know, I won't get in your way, but you know, if you break the law, that's when we got a problem, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Man. I understand that wholeheartedly, sir. Most definitely, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Man, I'm gonna I'm I'm close, man, with this one thing, man. I'm gonna throw a trial, man. Um, with a statement, because <clears throat> I was writing while y'all was talking. I'd be, I'd be, I'm a note it all the time, man. Um, but, man, when you're talking about purpose, you know, uh, uh, if you don't, I'm make this, I guess, whether a statement, I'm not gonna say a question. Um, it'll kind of what y'all think about when you say planning, planning sets your priorities. You know, when you're planning, um, anything you know what like what's something new how would you how would you tra- how would you tell a man you know straight from the say from 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 whatever walk of life it may be you know um if you don't have a plan for your life someone else does if 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 somebody was to tell you that how can you relate that to somebody else who are trying to get somewhere you know like between now we have what maybe was at 30 we have like what maybe like 50 something days left in the year you know what I'm saying and I'm not a new I used to be a new year's resolution type of person but like you just said earlier Marcus in the beginning you know just 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 keep the focus on what you're doing to make it better you know what I mean Um, but you know how would you or or who how would you help them you know if you had the comment somebody saying if you don't have a plan for your life someone else does like how would you be able to relate that to somebody well 
for me, I take it as the old cliche, if you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. Mm-hmm. So for for me, it's, 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 it's true. I mean, you know, I, what I, it's, I hate to say it's a scare tactic, but when I used to talk to the youth, I used to tell them, I say, look, there are people rooting against you right now and they don't want you to win. And they have, I mean, let's be honest, for every third grade student that comes out, they counting them and saying, hey, we need to build a jail just in case. Yeah, exactly. So you have to be, you have to want to be a, to go against the norm because it is true. With that statement you just said, it is true. If you don't live for yourself, they got somebody that it's, it's some, they got, they got an agenda for you. They're going to put you in that old plantation called a jail quickly, fast and in a hurry. So, uh, matter of fact, you know, this lady said something to me that kind of, kind of, kind of hurt me a little bit. But you know, sometimes you got to be hurt. If you're not offended, you don't get moved sometimes. And she says something, it, it kind of relates, but it kind of doesn't. But you know, when she was saying, when you pitch a pyramid scheme, people tell you, no, nah, I don't want to work in a pyramid scheme. But then they turn around, she turned around and asked them, so where do you work? And they tell them, then she said, what does your boss make? And what does his boss make? And what does the boss above him make? Matter of fact, the person that created the company, how much do they pay? And it's still not a pyramid scheme you work at. So pretty much you have to you have to set your own standards and you have to set your own role sometimes. And if entrepreneurship is entrepreneurship is your way, take it. But please stand for something. Go ahead, I'm sorry. And now but and was, man, to me it's simple. Like you say, if you don't have if you know, if you don't um I I, I don't want to misquote you, but you know, if you just like the wind blow, and if the wind blow you every which way, yeah, I mean, you'll be you'll be in that whirlwind for the rest of your life, man. So it's like there's always gonna be a plan for you, you know, whether you create one or not, somebody else has one. Uh, for you so you know it's not that you not gonna have a plan it's like you you're gonna get in you're gonna start being the architect of your life or there's a system designed for you to fall into one way or the other so whether you're gonna be an entrepreneur that's a plan whether you want to go to the military that's they have a plan whether you want to go you know to college or whatever you want to go into the workforce uh, vocational education, whatever the case may be, find you know you just have to find that route. And you know, I learned, I learned when I was younger, um, because I, I had an older cousin I looked up to, and I saw him come from nothing to you know do something with himself. He went off to uh, Alabama A and M and everything, and started working for a Fortune five hundred company. And I was like, I want that. I find myself trying to do what he did, but then you know. I had to stop myself. Like, no, no, no. I, that's not my role. He he set an example for me to follow, but his path is not my path. So, Amen. I had to get into my own lane, man. That's the, that's the thing. When I discovered my own lane, the wheels start rolling. Yes, so that's why man. you know, I, I, I I'm full. Of, I'm all full of ideas always, man. So I went one way. Um, you know, I started out planning on being a doctor took that route, was in grad school, parents got sick, so I had to let that go, that debt piled up. Yeah. It's like, 
I'm not trying to go back to that and the guarantee, you know, and the guarantee I'm only going to be making like half of that salary of what I paid to go to school. It wasn't worth it. So the route I'm on now, you know, it's my lane. I'm in it. Set, you know, I set an example for my kids. I talked to, like I said, a uh, young man used to live over here by me and talked to him. He said he wants to be a doctor. So, you know, I talked to him about the ins and outs of what that's going to look like. You know, you know, is this what you want to do? It sounds good. But, you know, just, just yeah. you know, the reality of it. So, you know, that's how it was presented to me. And when I was in college, I got a lot of exposure to my professors. I got exposure to uh, a lot of the connects we had when I would uh, go shadow doctors and things like that. So, you know, I, I began to build that. It started to come together, you know, beginning to be. And I look, looking back, it's a, it's a path behind me that I came up. I can look back on it and say, why that's where it came from. So that's the idea I would like, you know, I would want to get across to somebody who doesn't understand. Also, or doesn't have a plan. Also, you know. man, something you said too, uh, most most people, most kids don't understand that just because you take a job doesn't mean you have to work that job. You can work that job right. and still go work towards whatever it is, whatever goal you set. And another Absolutely. thing I love that you said, uh, which I, I, I kind of interpreted, you were willing to ask questions. Oh yeah. If you're not, if people have to be open and don't be afraid of uh, uh, offending somebody by asking them a question. Because I saw something on, on uh, I, know, I know everybody has doubted this, and maybe not just me, but when you're driving down the street and you see somebody in a Lamborghini or a Bentley, does it cross your mind, what do they do for a living? Always, yeah. so, especially over here in Atlanta, always. So, so, so this dude, what he used to do, I don't know if y'all, I, I, I'll try to find it, I'll send it to y'all. But the man would literally ride down the street and pull up next to people and ask them, hey man, what do you do for a living? And then to push it even further, he asked him, will you be willing to teach me? And one of the dudes said, yes. I've been waiting for somebody to ask me. I was in shock, yeah. like, wow. Yeah, and that's one thing, man, I think, you know, it's one thing that just to have, have a gift, you know what I'm saying? But we willing to share, we willing to give that information out, man. うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、うん、う
and you know, I just I see things on the on a big scale. So guys out there, everybody tuning in, we're gonna be pushing, you know, Monday, Monday, not just the podcast, but you know, getting men involved with the drive and flow. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna be very narrow, um, coming out just like I said, we what they call it, we're gonna be in um we're gonna be in the lab for the next few weeks, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you can cook it up yeah, something. Right. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna be brewing something, brewing brewing is gonna be coming together man. But as always, guys, uh, any last words you guys wanna say, man? Uh, for me, I just really want you to just take a look and see where you are. And if you don't like where you are, do something about it. Absolutely, and don't. And I will say this, like you, like uh, Richard said, I'm not a New Year's resolution person. Why wait to the first of the year for something you can start on right now? There you go. And when I- and when I started, like I said, when I started any endeavors or when I got involved with the man project, it wasn't, we waited to a certain date. We just, we got right at it. Yeah. The blog, the man, they, uh, man project blog was up. Richard said, man, come on board. I, it, I didn't have to think about it. And when I created Drive and Flow, like I said, I was in a place, I was in a place where I do writing and thinking anyway. And I didn't wait till I got home to see what's gonna look like. Nah, I got online and I started creating. So start now. That's good. That's good, y'all. Don't hold nothing. Yeah, you know, even if you don't have it all together, do something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, get the move. That's it. That's the one part, man. Um, I think that's one of the one of the one of the best things you can do. Just go, even if it's all the way together. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think I think never. I think you say you say you did. Um, you ever, you ever watched uh, Hamilton, right? You say you, you nah. Did, did you ever see it, Marcus? I hadn't seen it yet, man. Over the holiday, man, y'all please watch that. It was a reason I mentioned that, you know, before I got out here. It was a part where he said, um, he said the Constitution was a mess, and he said we can add amendments. So even when you start something, you know, you have room to make change. You can, you can, right. you know, you can add, subtract everything you need to do from your plan. That's why this time period. Is here for us, and I think, like you said, y'all said, COVID, man. I think it, it gave a lot of people that opportunity to tap into those resources that you might not have otherwise looked into. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but man, but that's it, man. And we gonna get out like we always say. If we be out, we be like, I holla, peace. Hello, y'all know what today is. Today is Man Monday. Yes, yes, yes. It's been a while. I missed y'all. Uh, sorry to say, it's been a long while. I shouldn't have left you without a good part to listen to. Some of y'all get it, some of y'all won't. But it's been a while. I hope you had a great holiday. I hope you had a great, great holiday. Um, I know COVID 2020 has not been our year, but we're still here. That means that if there's breath in your body, there's still purpose or things that still need to get done. Uh, this is uh, Neville Palmer with the uh, Man Project. Shout out to Richard K, Mr. Marcus Lasseter. Love y'all guys. Uh, to all my people with the Man Project, 
I salute you. Thank you for everything you do. It does not go unnoticed. Uh, so let's just get into it. Today we're talking about discipline. Uh, I'm sure many of us keep the normal tradition of um, putting together or putting forth or vowing to stick to a New Year's resolution. How many of y'all have still stuck to the New Year's resolution? I used to be that crazy guy or that guy that used to post in February, how's that New Year's resolution going? But I'm not that guy because uh, I've fallen off myself. So um, this is not only for you, but this is for me too. So um, just gonna talk about a few things that will help you um, get your resolution or whatever, whatever purpose you're trying to make of whatever you're trying to if you're trying to lose weight or be more focused in the job or things of that nature we're going to give you just a few steps I'm not going to take much of your time I understand the time is valuable especially with COVID there's a lot of stuff uh, that has to get done but um, let me just shoot these to you Uh, now I have a tie for number one so number one is basically two points but I'll let you be the judge of which one you choose but both are important if you ask me the first one is um, set your intention in stone. What that means is if your intention is to lose weight, write it down. Whatever your intention is, write it down on a sticky note and put it somewhere you have to pass every day. Uh, I would suggest your bathroom mirror or somewhere in your bathroom where you have to get up in the morning and go to the bathroom and get ready. Um, that's what I would suggest, but you know you better than I do. And um, so you want to make sure that you put it somewhere where you can see it as a reminder. Um, let me just also put this out there. Discipline is a self-learned behavior. This is something you have to do on your own. Now, you can have people there to push you, but in the end, it's on you. So with that, uh, number two is remove distractions. I say number one, A, if you ask me. I think they're both important. But self-control is often the easiest way. Um, is the easiest way of aiding, abiding. Um, the best thing I can tell you is, the best analogy I can give you is out of sight, out of mind. Um, and <laughs> sometimes the other uh, the old school people used to say, if you don't mind it, it don't matter. So um, what that means is if food is your weakness and you're trying to lose weight, remove those distractions. Um, key example, for those who still go to work, when you see that food order, come in and everybody's like uh, hey hey y'all that for that hey I'm going somewhere y'all want to get y'all want to go in on something or y'all want to get something or this of that nature you have to tell people hey no don't put me on that no more don't put me on that I'm just going to do my own thing and um, who knows you know you might motivate somebody else to change if they see you doing it. if they see changes or uh, results in you so that's what you some and I give another one. Uh, 
sometimes some people want to improve their focus throughout the day on the job or what have you or you know I know many of us like me have said hey I'm gonna clean my house I'm gonna I'm gonna have my house speaking span because let's be honest if you've been on the stay home order your house should be very clean because you've been there all day you ain't did nothing let's be real keep it real with yourself self-honesty is the best policy if you want to improve so let's be real you've been home what have you done? What should, what is your day normally consist of? What are the distractions that keep you from keeping your house clean? Now, I understand kids can be a problem, but um, they can't be the whole problem. So uh, let's turn off those phones, fellas. Let's turn off. Let's limit the time we we're watching TV. Or if you're watching, if you can watch TV and work. That's cool, but. My old school people, y'all knew. Let me take you back. It's Saturday morning. 7 a.m., you wake up, you're woken up to gospel music. What does that mean? Yeah, baby, it's time to start cleaning house. <laughs> Mama got that off for you to clean house. So let's get back to that. If 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 um the TV is a distraction, turn it off. Um, if you want to improve in something set it in stone that you're going to do it and let's get it done remove distractions I'll give you a key example for my church um, my pastor has us doing what's called soap devotions soap devotions I don't want to mess it up but uh, soap is an acronym and I forget the acronym right now I know scripture is one of them uh, scripture observation um, what's the A? A is application and P is prayer. So pretty much what you're doing is he gives you a scripture, you read them, and then you write the ones that in the scripture verse, you the verses that speak to you, those ones you write down. And then you interpret them in the O. And then in the A, you're applying them to yourself. Like, how does this apply to me? And then you pray, you write your prayer out on whatever it is you're praying about at the time. So um, the first thing they do in the book, the first thing he does in the book, before you even start, he tells you in the front part of the book to write down the time that you plan on doing what you're going to, when you're going to stay. So... I'm shooting this to you. I'm, letting, I'm regurgitating this to you. If your plan is to improve a clean house, pick times. Now, I'm not saying you need to clean continuously, but for me, what I do is I say, hey, look, two hours of cleaning, two hours of chilling, two hours of cleaning. And I probably do maybe four, maybe four to five hours of cleaning, to be honest with you. And the rest of the time watching TV, eating, or what have you. So, you can do that too um but the plan here is improvement whatever it is you planning improving on set a time or put something on paper saying hey this is what i'm gonna stick to and this is what i'm gonna do and no matter what now for me um my studies i wrote down around 10 o'clock 10 to 10 30 that's when i study uh do my soap devotion so uh, or I say to myself, even if I'm busy at 10.30 or what have you, 
before I go to bed, I'm going to finish my soap devotions. So I'm putting that on you. If you have the intention of saying going back to school and studying or you want to improve, write it down, but remove those distractions. If the phone is a distraction, turn it off. If the TV is a distraction, turn it off. Computer, turn it off. Because self-control is important. Um, matter of fact, I just stepped away from a fast. Um, and it taught me, it teaches me that my mind is bigger than my stomach. And that's important for me, at least. I don't know if but for me to know that I control i give you a good example um, what speaks to me is this movie I think it's Spider-Man 2 old school Spider-Man not old school but Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and the villain was Dr. Octopus Dr. Octopus long story short guy, he had these arms um, six arms hence Octopus uh, the metallic arms that came out of his back that listened to his brain but they got struck by lightning so they had a mind of their own so they were controlling his mind or he was allowing them to control his mind and once he had a talk with Peter um, and that the city was about to be destroyed Peter was about to go fix whatever solution he gave him and he said no I'm going to do it and then he told his those arms no, you don't. I don't listen to you. You listen to me now. So for me, and maybe for you, you might have to have that talk with yourself. Like, hold up, son. You don't control me. You don't control. You don't control what we eat. I do. And my brother would say, or a lot of people, I heard him say it a lot. You eat to live. You don't live to eat. So, um. That might that 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 piece right there might help you, um, but just keep that in mind with discipline. It's all about self-control. Uh, matter of fact, that's actually my next point is to eat regularly, um, but monitor what you eat. Um, now I get you. I had a friend. He would eat. He would control himself throughout the week, and then Saturday and Sunday he pig out. And if he weighed more than uh, what he was on Friday, he was going hard the next week. I would give it to him. That's a different level of self-control. Me, I have to stay. If I ain't gonna lie to you, like for instance, if, if I wake up and I'm two pounds over, I tell myself, "Oh, it's all right." Five, then to go to five pounds, then I go to ten, then you go to twenty, then I go to thirty, so so on, so. Sometimes you, uh, the, the old saying says, you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. So don't give yourself an inch. If you know you take that one bite of sweet, it's going to mess you up and you're going to start eating more sweets, throw them out. Um, so make sure that you're eating regularly and eating healthy. Um, also, uh, number three is, um, well, hold on, let me just say this too. Even with the temptation, sometimes you do have to face it. Um, matter of fact, I heard a millionaire say something that really got to me. And he he said, go buy your favorite dessert and leave it on the table. This might work for some, this might not work for some. But he said, leave it on the table 
and every morning you have to pass it. And every morning you pass it and don't touch it, that's a win for you. Every morning you pass it and you and and you eat it or touch it, it's a loss. Write down each win and loss and see who's bigger, who's bigger and who's better. And you'll know who's who when it comes to your self-control. I was like, wow, that's deep. So that's just uh just keep that in mind. Uh, number three is don't wait for it to feel right. Now is when we're working on this. Not later. Now. You say you want to get better? Do it now. What's that boy that used to be on that commercial that everybody couldn't stand by college? You're standing by the phone. You're looking at the computer commercial. Do it now. So let's do it now, baby. Let's go ahead and just say that tonight I'm going to write my plan down of what I'm going to do and I'm going to write it in stone and stick to it. Just that simple. Just that simple. I know it don't sound simple, but it's just that simple if you want to start a plan. You got to have a plan. You know, stand for something, you'll fall for everything. Um, now, I, now, it says, what I read, it says uh, for number four is that you should schedule breaks, but that I'll leave that to you. If you feel like you need rewards, go ahead. If you feel like for me, let me tell you what I do. What I just did, actually. Um, of course, my boys, the uh, Crimson Tide, the Alabama Crimson Tide, Roll Tide, uh, won the championship. To celebrate the championship, I bought a shirt. But I bought a shirt that's one size smaller than what I am right now. My goal is to fit that shirt before the summertime. That's my goal. So, you can do that. I used to do that. That's what caused me to lose when I initially, when I was really, really big back in the day. Um, that was one of the things that I would use was I go buy some expensive clothes that were smaller than me. And I'm kind of like that dude uh, from... Uh, Everybody hates Chris, Terry Crews' character, when it comes to money. So I'm like, man, you spend all this money on this outfit and you can't fit it. Uh uh-uh, uh, bro. No, we're going to wear this outfit. We need to lose this weight. So um, that works for me. It might not work for you, but if you can try it and see if it works. But all this is just, these are just ex- ex- uh, examples or suggestions of what you can and can't do to get to your discipline level. But the object and the goal is to get us disciplined. Now, I'm going to give you the last point I have. And it's very vital. Listen to me. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself and move forward. Not saying this is going to be a perfect road. It's not going to be a perfect journey. You probably failed in the past. But it's not the end of the world. Like I said, you saw 2021 come in. That means you still here for a reason. Your purpose is not done. Maybe it was your second chance of getting this discipline down. And we're not going to take this chance for granted. We're going to jump at it. So we're going to forgive ourselves. Hey, you might have slipped up and ate that sweet, or you might have slipped up and looked at your phone. 
not the end of the world. Get up. Try again. Like Aaliyah said, let's keep on trying. And um, like I said, it's not the end of the world. Forgive yourself. Keep moving forward. One step at a time. You know, y'all can already tell I'm a movie, but so I can hear my boy Rocky in my head right now. One punch at a time, one step at a time. One punch at a time, one step at a time. One punch at a time, one step at a time. One punch at that goal, one step forward. One punch, another punch at that goal, another step forward. So we just gonna keep that moving. Like my people say, like my old younger people say, let's keep it moving. Let's let's keep on, keep this, keep this party rolling. Because guarantee you, there's somebody watching you and you might be influencing somebody else to make a change. You're in your positions for a reason. And there might be somebody there who's watching you. Somebody who's getting motivated by you making a change. Don't ruin it for them. You might be saving a life. Not alone, your, not, let alone yourself. So let's do this. Let's get up right now. Get you a piece of paper. Write down your goal. I'm going to do this. Matter of fact, let's even get it even crazier. Set a time. By this time, I want to be this place when it comes to my goal. And say, I'm going I'm to keep to this no matter what. Remove those distractions. If it's a TV, turn it off. If it's a computer, if it's a person, sit back, examine, and see what it is that's keeping you from moving forward. And let's move it out the way. Or limit it. I'm not saying you got to completely move it. Or you can taper yourself off. If it's smoking, uh, my old boy, my man, Miss Pastor Basin, used to say, if you smoke, or if, even if it's cussing, you want to stop cussing. If you say one last cuss word than you did the day before, then you've made an improvement. If you smoke one cigarette less than you did the day before, you've made an improvement. Acknowledge when you've won as well as when you lose. And lastly, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for your mistakes in the past, current. They no longer matter. Today's a new day. Let's move. Let's make it happen. Folks, I want to tell you at the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for listening to me ramble. I hope this has helped you improve in some way, and I hope that we can, uh, or I pray we can do this again next Monday. So for all of you who are listening, I thank you. Thank you for supporting the MAN Project. We need more volunteers. We need more volunteers. Young men need us, and women. We need uh, female and male volunteers. Because we have female and male mentees who need you. You might bring something that we don't have to the table. So, till we meet again, thank you so much. You stay blessed. Keep it moving.